the CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, the CC. I'm your host, W, and each week, like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. There are many different types of cultures, but is black culture a problem in the black community? Let's talk. There's a lot to unpack when talking about black culture and is it the problem? Defining black culture, what is the culture? What is actually our culture? What's not our culture? There's a lot. So to unpack all of this, this is probably gonna be a two-part episode. So without further ado, let's go ahead and take that ride. I'm gonna go ahead and grab these keys and we're gonna go ahead and get in this car and get this motherfucker started, all right? As I said, we're going to have probably a two-part episode to this. Um, There's a lot to unpack. Um, But we have many different cultures. We have new cultures that have just recently come about type deals. And we have cultures that have, you know, died off. Small remnants of those old cultures still linger around as they are claimed by other cultures in some way, form, shape, or fashion. But inevitably, the culture that I want to talk about today is black culture. Well, black American culture or um, Afro-American culture. No, wait, wait. Negro cult. Wait. ADOS, the African descent of slave culture. You know what? Whatever it's called, we're going to get to that point, okay? Because there's many different names that black culture or afro culture afro community culture whatever has gone through over the years decades okay um and we all know the story brought over from africa after being bought by the white man enslaved for 400 years blah blah blah, blah. but what is black culture and i'm going to start here with black Lindis Johnson, I um, hope that I uh, pronounce his name right, but Mr. Johnson had a tweet that said, if there is a black culture and it's dependent on race, then it is inherently a racist culture since it requires seeing or treating people differently based on race. If it's not dependent on race, then anyone who subscribes to it is black and Rachel Dolezal is owed an apology. And if you don't know who Rachel is, Rachel is that woman who she received welfare benefits and really shouldn't have, but her fame really came out from the fact that her parents outed her as a white woman and she had been allegedly being posing as a black woman. So yeah, that's that. All in all, he's saying that um, black culture, if it's based on the skin color or the color of your skin however you want to look at it it's racist in itself but if you if it's not based on the color of your skin then pretty much anybody can subscribe to take on the role of being part of the black 
community or the black culture or whatever term you like to use. If you want to be black, just click that like and subscribe button and then boom, you're black. You're now part of the black culture. So anybody can be a part of the black culture. That being a decision made to partake in the black culture festivities or whatever the case may be. But I have a video. All right. This guy, he talked about culture appropriation. But first, first definitions. By definition, culture appropriation, I have a couple of them. It says refer to taking something that doesn't belong to you or your culture. It also says cultural appropriation takes place when members of a majority group adopt cultural elements of a minority group in a an exploitative, disrespectful or stereotypical way. We also have that it's the inappropriate or unacknowledged adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. And that should be enough with the definition description of what the word actually is cultural appropriation. So this guy said that he's seen people get offended by braids. Braids are black people thing. It's a black people thing and white people can't wear braids, but it's called a Dutch braid from back in Nordic times. And people want to claim it as part of their culture now. So basically when you sit here and you look at a black person and they, you see them with braids, it's like it's almost fitting. But then if you see a white person with braids or maybe Hispanic or something with braids, then it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're taking our shit. You're taking our culture, you know, and that doesn't seem to be the case. So this guy, he's saying, no, you can't claim something or just a part of something and just claim it as your culture. It's for people to share and celebrate and use so you can actually have a society that is cohesive and works together as a melting pot. And yeah, you know, just as well as I do, America is one big ass melting pot. Races, nationalities, cultures and all. It's just one big pot mixed together. With that being said, when it comes down to certain things, some would they would say there are some things that are just, quote, off limits. I mean, now check this out. Takio Spikes, he's a former linebacker in the NFL, played uh, with a couple teams like the Bengals, Eagles and the 49ers as well. He said that he had a conversation with one of his uh, teammates, white guy, one of his locker mates. He said that he had heard spikes using the N word casually. So his teammate asked him like, Hey spikes, I got a question for you. I hear you using the N word a lot. You know, why do you use it? And spike said, you know, what the hell you mean? Why I use it? I use it because I can use it. Then his teammate on the flip side was like, well, would you be okay if I was to use it in the same way that you use it as a term of endearment? And now we all know where this went. It went stupid left, obviously. 
And he was like, hell no, nah, you can't. You want to get your teeth knocked down your throat? That was the response. And he went on further in the explanation to why he stopped using the N-word. But all in all, this part of the culture is off limits, right? Is is that really what the black culture is? I mean, look at this. We took braids. Okay. We took braids and tried to coin it as our own. It's ours. It's our culture. It's our shit. Don't use it. You can't use it. Okay. We took the word nigger, which was definitely not a term of endearment. But when we add the uh at the end of it, it makes it endearing, but still unusable by other sets of people. So you can't say nigger. It's nigger. All right. But here's the thing. Whenever we see somebody that is dressing like us, talking like us, acting like us, and they aren't us, then we call them culture vultures. When in actuality, the question is raised again, what exactly is our culture, black culture, Afro culture, African-American culture, whatever black culture that is, what is it? using our shit, wearing our shit, whether it be, you know, the clothes, the, the speech, language and dancing, just just to name a few, regardless of what, you know, we try to have our own. We try to take our own. We try to hold on to our own. We try to keep it, use it, coin it. But it really isn't our culture. And the argument is this. You'll take what we may claim to be as our own part of our culture and you'll use it to your advantage, whether it be cool or whatever it may be, whatever your, your, your mind may conjure up to the advantage of, you know, taking a piece of our culture, what we claim to be our culture, but you really don't want to deal with the ramifications that come with it. In other words, when you really don't want to be us because who that isn't black really wants to be black, right? Like if you're not black, do you really want to be black? Do you really want to deal with the same type of bullshit, oppression, whatever the case may be that we deal with on a consistent, regular basis? No, not, not, not really. I don't really don't think you do because we barely accept our own people. Okay. Black people have a really huge problem with sticking together as a whole. I mean, you look at like, uh, the situation with Kanye West that's going on and it's still going on and has for a while. Lil Boosie, Boosie badass, and made a statement saying that this will be the last time of him speaking on this. Okay. And this was a message to Kanye or about Kanye. He said, do us all a favor and bleach your skin, all white. Now, Charleston White, who's a comedian, his response was, was this. He said, Boosie, do us all a favor and confess to some of the murders that you had Marlo Spike, Marlo Mike participate in and get some of his time cut because there was murders that, you know, Boosie should probably be locked up for. But that's beside the point on on this episode here. Um, Charleston White went on to say he was like, nah, every goddamn rapper that done wrote a lyric talking about killing a nigga ought to breach their skin too and put a, a white hoodie on and get called the, the Ku Klux Klan. 
because nobody has promoted black death and destruction more than the hip hop rapper over the last 30 years. Now, I'm not here to speculate on Lil Boosie, Lil Boosie badass. I'm not. But truthfully, Charleston said some some very powerful shit. You know, there's no there's no there's no doubt in that. He says some real powerful shit, but that's something that in in the black community we deal with. You're not black enough. You're not, you know, you're not down for the cause enough, whatever the case may be, just because we don't necessarily uh, uh, agree on every single thing or detail from, you know, racism to slavery to Black Lives Matter to reparations. You know, we don't all necessarily agree or punch that same clock for the same cause. And a lot of people, a lot of black people will sit here and be like, oh, man, you, you, you white. You, 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 you're not down. You're not with us. You, you got to prove your blackness. And that's something that happens on a, a fairly regular basis. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, we'll get to a segment. And uh, we'll be right back on topic. Yo, bro, what's going hey, on with you, man? I ain't seen you in a minute. You what's going what's on good? with you, man? What you mean? Ain't nothing but business, man. How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. What you got going on, dude? Man, I ain't got nothing, man. I just got some things on my mind trying to do some things. Say word. What you got, man? Yeah, man, I'm trying to save some money for the future, man. Just trying to save a little bit of money, man. That's all. Dude, I didn't tell you about the Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Nah, Bitcoin Pro J Mott. Who, who the hell is that? Look here, bro. Bitcoin J Mott. Man, those platforms helped me all the way through the pandemic. Straight up. Stop playing. For real, man. That's what's up, man. But I, I ain't trying to deal with nothing. I got to pay somebody else for something. You know? Oh, no, man. No, look. The Bitcoin Pro J Mott, man, he only wants to help. No setup fees, none of that charging or hidden fees and stuff. Look, it's just pure guidance to help you get to a better financial situation for you. Hey, and it's a great way to start preparing for generational wealth, man. Get your kids something to jumpstart their future, bro. Seriously. Oh, man, you know what, man? Hey, where do I go to sign up, bro? That sounds like a good idea. Man, all you got to do is go to the bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, it's simple. Again, little bitcoinpro.unitedinvestors.group. Man, and get started today, bro. Seriously. And be sure to let them know your boy W sent you. We're going to get back in this car, all right? I'm actually going to have to pause this episode right here. I do apologize for this um, to all my listeners. I have a family emergency that's come up, so I'm going to post this episode. I do apologize, and I will try to get the remaining part of this episode out, or I'll just include it in next week's episode for the part two, so it will be a little longer. Again, I do apologize for that, um, but I'll definitely try to make it up to you. Um, Just work with me, okay? And remember, it's all about the ABCDs. Abrasively brewing controversy, damn it. We don't stir the pot, we brew the controversy. Be easy, people. The CC.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Controversial Conversation. The CC. I'm sure this episode may or may not have pissed off some folk. Don't be mad. The CC is for entertainment and the views expressed may or may not be my personal views. But looking at it from a different perspective is all I'm doing. Almost like playing devil's advocate. Being more open-minded to things to be able to see another's point of view can be the beginning of a healing process. Remember to keep your eyes, ears, and minds open because you never know what you may learn. And no matter whether you agree with me or disagree with me, I respect your decision. But please, I still want to hear from you. Join in on the controversy and follow me at The Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And once again, I'm your host. Dub, 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 dub.